Hey, you. What's up? It's Michael Yo. Uh, appreciate all the love. I say it every podcast. Appreciate all the love, man. All the uh, comments, all the likes, all the subscriptions to the podcast, man. Of course, can't do it without you guys. So I really appreciate it. Uh, it means so much. Everybody always asks me right now, where am I right now as far as recovery on COVID-19? I believe I'm like, what I would say. I'm about 90% back. About 90% back. Feeling good. Feeling really good. Started working out this morning. This morning was my first real workout. So uh, feeling good about that. I only could go like, I would say like 40% hard. But it was good to get back in, uh, you know, just I'm doing those bands because everybody has to do home workouts. So I'm doing the bands and I'm doing uh, I, I ordered a pull up bar because I was watching Chris D'Elia on Instagram. Hey, Oliver, my son. Hey, come here, buddy. You want to say hi to the people? Hey, Frenchie. Come here, Oliver. My son's popping into the podcast real quick. Today, we're going to have on Christine Leahy. She's awesome. She's a sportscaster. Look at my son. Say hi to everybody, buddy. Hi. Say hi. Say hi, buddy. Say hi. Hey. <laughs> You're so sweet. You're so sweet. Uh, yeah, Christine Leahy is going to be on the podcast today. It's going to be awesome. She's a sportscaster. I mean, she's a Paul. Are you okay? Uh-oh. Come on, buddy. You okay? You okay, buddy? <laughs> Okay. <laughs> you okay? Yeah. Okay. Oh, uh, you playing jokes on me? Yeah. My son is here. Of course, I can't be in my podcast studios, so my son is here. No, don't touch the mic, buddy. So Christine Lay is going to be on. She's a pug lover. She's a baker. You know her from, uh, she was on uh, The Herd. Uh, there's a lot of different shows she was on. So she will be on the podcast. Now, if you want to leave a comment for me, all you got to do is leave it on Facebook or YouTube, and it goes straight to my feed. Just show you an example, like this guy right here, Kerrigan, Jim Kerrigan from San Diego. What's up? What's up, Jim Kerrigan? See, I can put up your um, your comment just like that. Uh, I drop the podcast every Tuesday, and it's always live a couple days before uh, I put it on the podcast. What do you think about the... Um, you know, I don't want to talk about COVID or anything, but I do want to talk about these aliens. A lot of people saying aliens are real. I mean, what's your take on this? You saw the videos. Do you think that was a distraction? I thought they dropped those videos last year. Do you believe in aliens, Oliver? Yeah. You do? You believe in aliens? Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. All right. You want to go see mama? Yeah. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. <laughs> I love them. I love them. Bye, buddy. What do you think about these aliens? Leave me a comment, these videos. I personally don't think there are aliens coming to our world, the Earth. Now, let me get this right before I get attacked. I do, I do believe there could be other beings like us somewhere in this galaxy. But I do not think aliens are coming here, checking out Earth, picking up a couple people, dropping them back off, making rings in circles. I don't believe in that. 100% I don't believe in that. You know, a lot of people do believe in it, but I don't believe that is happening today. And those videos, I mean, I can't explain it. No, I can't explain it. But I do know, Oliver, what's up, buddy? You, you just want to be a little start. You want to get back on one more time? Okay. Then after you say hi one more time, daddy's got to do his podcast, okay? I love you. Okay, say hi to all the people. Hi, people. Hi, people. Hi, people. Okay, now say yeah. bye-bye to all the people. Bye-bye, people. Okay. <laughs> I love you, buddy. I love you. Uh, you coming back for more? Yeah. Coming back for some more? Okay, all right. All right, bye, buddy. I love my family so much. It's so awesome, man. I just love having a family. That was the thing, man. I know I've talked about it before, but man, being at hospital, knowing you could never see your family again. That was a tough one. But aliens. Let's get back to aliens, man. Anybody leaving comments on aliens? Do you think they're real? Do you think not? I mean, let me know. Just leave a comment. I'll read it on there. I just don't. I just don't. Oh, Christine Leahy. Hi. Are you ready to go live? Are you ready to go live? Let me add her to the stream. Hi. Hey, 
You're so ahead of the game by having your at-home studio already set up. You know, what am I, look at this, look at this. I love, how, I love how you're checking yourself out. I know, I'm like, wait, where's my angle? Where's, where's my angle? Well, because you have, okay, everything I've been doing is on Zoom. And so I, I know what the Zoom's gonna look like, but this is this, I have to like adjust the. Or like, there's many different ways. This is, this is the new trendy thing. It's called StreamYard, so check this out. Oh, yeah. Oh, I need to get one of these. And watch this and watch this. I can I can change banners and everything. This this is pretty amazing. Watch this. Hold on. Hold on. Boom. Damn. Boom. Yeah. 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 You are. I know. You know, I got to be advanced. I got to be one of these yet where you have to wear earbuds. Oh, really? What do you usually use? My microphone on my camera. Well, you can you can do that, but that's garbage. Oh, that's garbage quality. I'm Thanks, just I cannot wait. There we go. Are you? It looks. I feel like I'm watching you wasted because it's like. <laughs> <laughs> I know that's not really good. I'm gonna. It's. I feel like. Uh, okay, wait. There. Um, <laughs> you know how many Facetimes we're doing now? Whatever. I always say it's like the Blair Witch Project. Like holding your phone or your computer steady. But, it but let me ask you this: Do you like it? Do you like not leaving your house and going, having to go places or do you, or are you not into this at all? I'm no, I'm actually into, well, I wish that we weren't dealing with, you know, the health of issues. Course. Dealing of course. With, but, um, no, I actually have really embraced it. It took me a little while to get used to it. And I was, it's just, I think people, you get anxious when things are out of your control, right? You, you want to be able to be able to have some sort of a plan for the future. And we just can't right now. There's just not answers. We don't know when businesses are going to come back, when our business is going to resume, what it's going to look like when it does. So it can cause a lot of anxiety. I'm lucky that I have been meditating for years and that has helped so much. Um, you know, and I just, I kind of got used to it. And I think it's a really good time if we're forced to stay at home. It's been really good for me to just, I've been reading and writing and organizing. What are you writing? What are you writing? Hmm. Oh, you got you got a book or something? Are, are we writing? Yeah, like everyone says, right? Like, oh, I'm writing a book, but I've been wanting to. There's three books I want to write, so I've been um, working on that kind of loosely. Just you know, when things come to me, I'll write them down, and then I'll find myself 15 pages later, uh, like, oh, okay, that's a chapter. Yeah. So, it's just good to have, you know, I don't know when it will be, but at least it's good to have all these things down when I have the time to write them and not feel rushed. And I really feel so creative right now. So it's been good. I've even been painting. I got a paint set. Yeah. That's awesome. I mean, I'm yeah, not a painter, but it's so interesting, like with today's pandemic and it's horrible, like people are dying, but on the opposite end, you see that how creative you could be if you had time. Or if you yeah. are willing to put time, because let's yeah. be honest, we have too much time, but you'll find out doing something a very short time every single day, you could learn a new skill. Like I've been practicing yeah. Korean because I've always wanted to learn Korean. Now's the time. So yeah, you know what I mean? I'm just dropping stuff on you. I don't know what you said, but it sounds good. Yeah. Oh, actually I said it wrong. It's annyeonghaseyo. That's Korean for hello. So I'm getting there. Yeah, I'm, I'm only on day two but it's okay. going. You know what? Everyone's got to start something sometime. That's right. But so yeah, I didn't realize how much I, I always, okay, I'm going to stop Blair Witching you. Are you, is this, is this on your phone or are you on oh, a computer? On computer is it on your lap? I'm, yeah, it's on my lap. Like, okay, wait, listen, this is the situation, right? You have no table in your house? No, I do. But okay. I do my calls in here because I have a new puppy and she cries when she can hear me talk on FaceTime. It's because dogs, I swear, since I got her during this time, I FaceTime so much that she understands when I'm on the computer talking to someone and then she'll like run and cry and try to be on the camera. So I have to hide in my guest bedroom, which is where I am right now <laughs> to do this. So what is your dog doing right now? Just kind of roaming? Yeah, she's just chilling out there playing with her million toys. You, I mean, pug life, you got pug it. Life. She's the best. She's What's the, her name? Dog. Her name's Daisy. Now you got a brand new pug, Daisy, and yeah. your pug you had before passed at like 13 years, 12 years? She was almost 15. 15. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. How long, how long did it take you to recover? Like a year? I still haven't. Really? It's, 
Yeah, no, she was, gosh, I got her when I was 16 years old. So she had been with me through everything. Um, many boyfriends, Chicago, Boston, LA, many jobs. She traveled with me. She was on set with me all the time. We did a movie together. We hosted dog awards together. So she, we did a Petco commercial. She was like my little sidekick. Um, so when she passed away, I was devastated. I always say like everything I've ever been through, you could never tell on TV. But when she passed, I could not hold it together. There were a couple of episodes of Fair Game where you could tell I was like holding back tears. Um, yeah, it was really bad. So no, I, I, I'll never get over that. You know, it's, I just, I stopped crying so much. And now when I think of her, I think of happy memories. And then I was about ready to get a new dog. Um, this summer, I was actually working with a, a breeder um, that I had met at the Westminster Dog Show who breeds, bred the award-winning pug. <laughs> um, yeah because it just felt like a connection to me but then um when this all happened i was like you know what i'm gonna go find a pug now this is the time you know i heard like people adopting and people getting dogs like and, and cats it's on the rise right now because everybody has all this time the shelters and, are empty the what the shelters are empty they're like yeah. empty shelters shutting down because all animals are adopted it's great yeah, it's great, but I think a lot of people are just adopting things, dogs and cats, because they're bored. And then when it's over, they're gonna be like, "What am I gonna do with this dog or cat? I don't have the time for this." That's my fear too. Is that when this is all over, they're gonna be people returning the animals to the shelters? I hope that's not the case, but um, at least for a little bit of time, they get some love and they don't have off, to of, off of Facebook right now. Frenchie. Uh, Isabel Firecracker, that's the name she says. Wow. Uh, you're embracing this quiet time to reflect 100% and rejuvenate myself. You go. That's to you, Christine. Wait, yeah. this is so cool, this device that you have where you can bring up people's Facebook comments. Oh, yeah, Facebook and YouTube, like uh, from YouTube. I, uh, I got to read them first before I, I, oh, wait, this one says, I emailed you a spoken word that I wrote. You especially when you were laying in the hospital, or he was laying in the hospital. Oh, Michael Moore. <laughs> were you Michael Moore. No, I, I I do remember it. Oh, I you, do remember. You were in the hospital. Yeah, I was. You I know, I was in the <laughs> no, I was in the hospital, girl, for oh, the COVID okay. thing. Yeah, you had coronavirus, right? Oh yeah, I had a bad. I was in ICU for eight days. It was crazy. Oh my god, I didn't know that. I almost died. Oh, wait, what? Can, can you tell me? Well, the doc, well, I say I, we've talked about the story so much on the podcast, but no, what happened was I, uh, I, I, I went like my wife called 911 because I couldn't breathe that well. So I was gasping for air. And, and did you know at the time that it was Corona or was it still too early on to know? Oh, I think, I mean, I was the first person at the hospital with Corona, but I knew it as soon as they brought me in, they were like, this is Corona. And I and my lungs were filling up with fluid. And I asked the doctor, uh, they did a chest x-ray. And then in, uh, when the doctor walked in, I said, so what's the real deal? Tell me the truth. He goes, well, uh, it's going to go really good or it's going to go really, really bad. And I can't tell you anything for two days. Uh, yeah. Talk about anxiety. Oh, it was scary. It was scary. Yeah. <laughs> and then And then he ended it with saying, and no one can come and visit you. You know, because they don't have enough equipment at the time and all this stuff. So, and they didn't know it was so, they knew it was contagious, but they didn't know what level. So, like, literally, if you pass away that at that early stage, you're just alone. It's crazy. It's so sad. Yeah, it's so sad. You hear people on FaceTime, walkie talkies, like, it's, it's the worst. People need to take it seriously. And I think is, Okay, listening to a story like that, or just think about the people who have to be in the hospital alone. Like, stay inside, stay home, please. Think yeah. about those kind of things. Like, I tell you, man, all these people protesting, like in Newport Beach. I'm like, most of you people, like, they're protesting. Like, here's the thing: if you go to protest, make it something. Not, oh, I can't hang out at the beach or get a haircut, so I'm a protest. You're taking away my freedom. No. They're not taking away your freedom. They're trying to save people's lives. If you want to talk about taking away freedom, let's talk about slavery. Now, that was really taking away somebody's freedom. You, you own them. That's yeah. taking away somebody. You not getting a haircut, going to the beach is not taking away your freedom. So stop it. Stop I mean, it. I can, stop. Like, I can partially, I can understand. 
I also think too, listen, people aren't thinking clearly right now. And I think there are a lot of parents who are working from home, doing childcare from home, homeschooling at the same time. And that would make me lose my mind. So they just are looking for anything that they can do to get outside and have a change of scenery. I don't know. Oh, I get it. So it, now, but, they, now they actually got to be a, a, a parent full time and it's driving them crazy. That's what you're saying. It's like, I can't take being a parent. Michael, yo, you know where we live. We live in LA. Oh, I know. It's, it's so soft and it's so, it's so like, these protests got me going nuts. It got me going nuts, but this is what this show is not about, but still (laughs) it's not about you. All you people protest. It's not about you. It's about you affecting other people. And, and the problem is if your evil side of your mind goes, well, I hope they infect each other. The problem is you're going to infect the first line workers, the first responders and things like that. That's yeah. the problem. You know, if it was just you, if it was just you, yeah. have fun. If you were yeah. just infecting each other, great. But then other people have to take that consequence. That's the sure. problem. I just always think too, well, first of all, at the beginning, everyone's thought was, well, I'm young, I'm healthy. I'm not going to get sick. Well, first of all, that's not true. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you are an example of that. And two, that, okay, but what about the elderly person that you come across or the person with asthma? So now you're just a walking infection that can get other people sick. I, I agree. It's it's so weird how this whole thing has, it's kind of made me rethink like some people that I know and friendships and just seeing the way that they handle it. And I'm like, oh, you don't really care about people, do you? You know, you know what's sad is people don't believe facts anymore. That's like I could, I could be like, you know what? I'm... Say, I mean, you could say the most factual thing ever today and people are like, nah, that's not real. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. scientists, scientists are saying this yeah. is real. This is how it spreads. And then here's on top of that, you see the numbers going down. Conspiracy from, theory, you know. <laughs> no, but you see the numbers going down from from home, staying at home and then people still fighting. It's like, OK, no, I, know. I know they're saying it's a conspiracy theory. Uh, what, what conspiracy? Why does the government want us to stay at home? What What are I've they doing? Heard, I've heard a whole bunch of. What's the What's the craziest one you heard? Can you remember? That this was like a thing because the United States owes China so much money that they're hurting our own financial situation to somehow get out of it. Have you heard that one? No. Yeah, but but China. Here's what people got to remember: China just didn't hurt us. It, if that's true, it hurt the world. So no, it's, would, that, it's that now. Not that the coronavirus is a problem, but that the U.S. government is trying to hurt our economy on purpose. So we don't have to pay back China. And yeah, I guess. I that's a theory I've heard. Not that I believe it by any means. That sounds ridiculous. I gotta say, what's up to Matt Kunitz? He's checking in. What's up, Matt Kunitz? He um, had this TV show called Wipeout and Fear Factor. Yeah. He created it. Yeah. yeah. So everyone so, always is like, wait, were you on that show, Wipeout? No, no, no. <laughs> Ninja Warrior. I was on Fear Factor. I don't oh. mean Ninja Warrior because Wipeout oh, no. and Ninja Warrior, they always get compared for, you know, whatever reason. But yes, you were on Fear Factor? Yeah. I was on a pilot episode. Matt Kunitz's uh, pilot episode had to eat sheep eyeballs. And uh, every once in a while, I'll get a, uh, it still comes on TV. So like different random people will send me footage of how I looked when I was 21. My hair was all spiky. I was like 250 pounds. It's crazy. Oh, I was a big kid. Big boy. You feel better now? 100%. Wait, what, after COVID or what? Yeah, after. I'm starting to get better. I still have fluid in my lungs though. Oh my gosh. Yeah, but they said it'll take about six weeks to eight weeks. I've been out of hospital seven weeks now. Were you at Cedars? No, I can't. Here's why I can't say what hospital I'm at, because the stuff I talk about so much about them, I don't know if I'm putting anybody's job in jeopardy. Yeah, I just don't. Because I don't know if doctors are supposed to come in and say, yo, you got two days. It's going to go good or bad. You know, I don't know if they're supposed to say it. And then I'm writing... uh I got like a new 30 minutes I'm writing just about the hospital experience. And oh, I don't want to a lot of this. Good. I got a lot of material. Anytime you live through something bad and you make it, it's great material. It's for great material. Or... Oh yeah. Stand up. Okay. Yeah. I've got a for you. 
can't use mine. Oh, I know your drama already. Yeah, some of it. <laughs> oh, there's more. We'll talk about that later. Yeah. Okay. So um, I was talking earlier. Have you seen these um, flying saucers? This footage of flying saucers and stuff the government released, like a, supposedly. Like a Frisbee? Oh, you mean like uh, UFOs? Yeah. Oh, did I say flying saucer? Yes, UFOs. This is the same thing, right? Are we playing frisbee golf? <laughs> do um, you believe in aliens? Do I believe in aliens? Yeah. There has to be a life form in the universe other than us, right? Okay, but do you believe they're coming here, making circles in fields, grabbing a couple crop people? Circles? Yeah, crop circles. Yeah. yeah. Do you? No, no. I, I do believe in other life forms. Yeah. But like, in a, this is a huge galaxy. I believe there could be people like us somewhere that we will never see. Yeah, I agree. Like it's a, it's a galaxy. I can't, I'd be, I would be ignorant to say there's no other life form. Right. But do I think that life form is jumping in UFOs, coming to earth, the most basic place ever. Just think how basic we look. <laughs> basic. If you're if you're flying here in a UFO from another solar system, we are basic. They're coming here like, what is going on with this world right now? They're all yeah. houses. It's like it's like Back to the Future. They're like, dude, this thing is ghetto. Like this Earth is ghetto. Because what is time? Huh? If, that, if that's really happening, did they did they specifically choose when coronavirus was going to happen and the whole world would be affected? Who the aliens? Aliens, yeah. Oh gosh, no! Aliens have nothing to do with coronavirus. No, I know. I'm just saying, like, the the other day when there was an earthquake, which was kind of really close to me, it was the biggest one I've ever felt, even though it was small because it was just so close. I was like, oh man, are we gonna have the San Andreas happen during coronavirus, and then also aliens during coronavirus? Right. Yeah. I mean, no, I get it now. Yeah, I mean, I don't know, man. It's just, it's just what I do see. When I when I'm watching the news now and they're showing footage of lakes and oceans, it's like the Earth is so beautiful when we don't mess it up. You know, you see animals thriving. <laughs> Not only are they thriving, they're coming out. There's coyotes that are wandering in Beverly Hills now because there's just no people. So next thing you know, it's gonna be like bears, tigers. Yeah, and there's no pollution either. That's what's great. Yeah. I saw today that the that Los Angeles has the cleanest air out of every major city. Do they really? Currently, yeah. Well, we know how to listen to instructions. That's why. Uh, let's see. Oh, I already put up Michael Moore. This one. This is from Emiliana. Emiliana. Emiliana Rodriguez Pratts. She says, hell yeah, they're real. Alien face. I don't know. I don't know. I don't I'm think. staying away from the news, to be honest with you. I read some news, but then if I watch it, I find I find that I'm okay until I go to the grocery store or I watch TV and then I start crying. So I I can't do too much of it. I just found out how happy I am when I don't watch the news. Yeah. Like if I miss the news, I'll read like headlines and stuff and just yeah. quick scan them. But I haven't watched news all day today and I feel in such a great mood. Because all you're going to do anyway, I don't care who you are, what side you're on, you're just going to watch the side of the news that supports what you think anyway. And yeah. so that just fires you up even more. You're like, look at these idiots over there. So, <laughs> so well, I just decided to showing, cut it out. It's also just showing the worst, you know, or I just find when I go to the grocery store and I, I don't know, there's something about seeing people in masks, like everybody wearing masks and kind of just looking scared or anxious and the six feet apart thing. And it's, it's also like people are getting so used to this, that it's like, if you see someone, you have to kind of go like this, like you're not, you're not even supposed to make eye contact with them and it's scary, but it makes me sad. Just this is the state of our world right now. And I, I cry in the grocery store all the time. You're very, you're, you're feeling that type of way right now, huh? It's really got you shook. No, I'm fine until I go to the grocery store or if I watch the, I cry. Every time I watch the news or every oh, yeah. time I go to the grocery store. Otherwise, I'm doing just fine. I'm <laughs> just fine. I talk to, you know, I, you're probably the same. I've been FaceTiming with my friends and family more than I ever have. And, you know, there's different people have struggling with different things. And I just feel like I'm really doing okay. Yeah. I think I like, besides, you know, once I 
got started to get healthy after COVID. Like now I'm kind of just experiencing, you know, family life. Like I've been doing it for like three or four weeks, but getting back in the groove, my body's feeling better, but I'm a homebody anyway. Yeah. So me not go, me and my wife discovered, oh, I don't have to go to Coffee Bean and get a coffee every morning. You know what I mean? And I can just make, now, here's one thing great about being in a hospital, and this is the only good takeaway from the whole experience, is I broke my craving for coffee because I couldn't drink it. So now I drink matcha tea instead of coffee. There you go. I've broken myself of coffee. Good. Congrats. And I drink a gallon of water every day. That's so much better for you. So much. Look at my skin. Are you serious? I, I think it looks good. I, I can't tell. Like from here, it looks great. It looks amazing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, everyone's uh, home skincare routines and everything are on fire right now. I know. Everybody has time to do everything. So have you picked, so you're painting your new life with the pug. Okay. On the business side, is everything on hold for you? Yeah, completely. Oh, completely. does yeah. that make you scared? Um, no, yes and no. I'm not letting that really enter my thought too much because everyone's in the same boat as far as our industry goes. Um, I think obviously there are some people who have projects that they'll go right back to when this is over, but at the same time, what's that going to look like? I don't think it's going to be the same. Um, I can't see, and you know, even just talking to my agents and uh, people in the industry, like, how can you have hair and makeup? You, they can't even do hair and makeup because you can't get close to someone's face without a mask. You have to be six feet apart. So that's going to be a different thing. Um, I've heard just like major budget cuts, asking people to take um, pay cuts. So everyone's being affected by it. And I just think this is also like just things are going to change. There's going to be different opportunities, different ways of doing things. So I'm not, I'm not going to be scared. I don't think that does anything for me. It just, I feel like something will happen when it's right and it'll be the right thing. And, you know, after my show was canceled in December, I, I needed a second anyway to just regroup and I needed to feel creative again. So in a way, this has kind of been good timing for me to be creative again and get back in that good headspace. Did it surprise you that your show was canceled or did you know it was coming? I, I had a feeling, (laughs) I had a good feeling that was coming. Um, yeah, you know when they when they don't put your show name on the show graphics <laughs> for, the day, for the full year that your show is on, uh, that's a pretty good indication that there's no plans on that coming back. <laughs> but it was such a good show. You did so good. Yeah, no, it was. It was a really good show, and I was really proud of it. And we had a really big fan base, um, especially on YouTube. Our, our, a lot of our shows got over a million hits on YouTube. Um, so it was a good show. I, I that's I, that's not why it was canceled. Um, but it's and it's I, it's funny. I've gotten a lot of messages during all of this that it would have been the perfect show to binge watch right now because it was a lot of really inspiring stories that weren't um, they were they were evergreen. So for people who don't know what evergreen means in the business, like it, you can watch it at any time and it's not specific to one time point. Um, and it's a way to get sports in when there are no live sports being played. So I've had a lot of people reach out and say they've been watching um, old shows on YouTube, which is cool. Oh, that's cool. Where they had them saved on their DVR. There was one guy who had like 150 episodes saved on his DVR, which is impressive. Uh, so he was watching all of those. But it was it was a really good show. So did you ever try to make some new content? Is that on YouTube? Do you have your own channel? Have you started yeah, something? I did. I, like Right when this first started, I thought, you know, this is a good way to just kind of test some things out if I wanted to do it and how... Um, my fan base would react to it. Um, so I did, I did a few videos. I tried to switch it up. I did some sports, some non-sports, put it on a YouTube channel. Um, I didn't really like promote it that much. And it's also like, listen, no one's expecting professional lighting right now, no. hair and makeup teams or editing. So it's, it's an opportunity to just do something really raw, which I've always liked in general is being really authentic and real. So, um, I did that and I, I'm just going to do them when I feel like there's something I really want to do or really want to talk about. I don't have a schedule of releasing every day, but it's definitely something I'll, I'll expand on in the future. Okay. Are you still, are you still single? You got a man? Where's your, what's your situation right now? The last episode we did was, uh, all about my, (laughs) Oh yeah. 
you were running into the wrong dudes. I mean, it was horrible. Yeah, you know, that I have a real problem with that. But it's just this industry. Honestly, it's the industry. Well, stop dating in the industry. But I I don't. It's like even the people I meet in the like out of the industry it's still it's like because I am it's it's this weird thing listen you didn't you have a wife you don't even know anymore what it's like out here for us (laughs) (laughs) um no but I I am single yes oh yeah have you ever thought about what's wrong with you oh come on Um, no I'm serious the reason why I say that is because until I got married I like it there was a there was a theme every time we broke up the girl would always go, you're so selfish. You're going to die alone. So I I was like, well, maybe it is me. So I changed some stuff about me. Like if, let me, instead of that question being so. I know exactly what you're saying. Uh, So yes, I, I always self-reflect after every single relationship that I'm in. Um, And I don't want to sound like I'm blaming everyone else. (laughs) I don't, I, I of course have my flaws and, and you know, things that aren't great in a relationship, but I, I think what's wrong. I have like a bad, I have a bad picker. Like I'm just, uh, no, it's true. I just, I, I, I like to give everyone the benefit of the doubt. Okay. Okay. Are you a bad picker or you benefit of the doubt would kind of go into what I'm going to ask you. A bad picker equals you kind of rush into things hoping. Yeah, I, I do because I'm hopeless just, romantic. Yes. I'm a hopeless romantic. And I, I think uh, people can see that in me and they, take advantage of <laughs> my, yeah. my, yeah, I'm definitely, I mean, look, I literally, I'm a homebody too. I love cooking. I love my pug. I go for walks. I like to, you know, like that's, that's who I am. So I, I think, you know, people see that and um, yeah, probably take advantage of it a little bit. You're talking about taking your dog out for a walk. When you do go out for a walk, yeah. how's the etiquette on the street? Like are, is everywhere I'm wearing mask or yes. like I, I call it a real game of chicken, like a sidewalk game of chicken. Yeah. When it's like cross the street. But yeah. It's funny because now, so my puppy, she's, um, she weighs three pounds and she's so cute. So when she's walking on the street, people are like, oh my gosh, your dog is so cute. So whereas normally they would cross the street and stay on the other side. Now they're like, oh, can I just pet the dog? Coronavirus doesn't go through dogs, right? <laughs> so, so now they want to talk to her. So it's funny. It's actually been creating. I've met so many of my neighbors that I didn't know were my neighbors. Um, so that's been nice. It's I, I walked by a group of people um, a couple places down from me. And they were having a picnic on their front lawn with a bunch of, like, actually Corona. They were drinking beer. <laughs> um, that was funny. And uh, I just think it's cool. Like, it's it's nice. I feel like we're going back to basics a bit. And yeah. it's leveling the playing field. Everyone is being hit by this. All right. So since you're single, what type of guy would you want? Like, what 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 are you looking for in a guy? Yeah, you like tried number- one time with a guy, and I was like, after everything I told you of what I want, this is completely the opposite. Why are you doing that? <laughs> what are you talking about? You did. You- You're like, I have this guy for you. Um, you should go out with him. And I was like, who is he? I know. I I'm but, like, that's exactly the wrong thing for me. But what? 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 Okay. What are you looking for? Um, a normal guy. <laughs> Uh, preferably not a celebrity in any way, shape, or form. <laughs> <laughs> You're an accountant, perfect. Okay. Uh, yeah, uh, someone with a lot of empathy, um, kind, uh, successful. But to me, successful means passionate about what they do. Okay. Uh, yeah, and yeah. All right. I, that's, that's my main things. That's but I swear. Part. Was it just me or I swear I liked a picture probably about four months ago and it looked like this was a real deal? Or was that not you? That was me. Oh, and you even like made a little announcement about it, right? Yeah. I'm sorry. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's the worst too. You put it out there. Here's my advice also to myself. Do some research about people's past relationships before you start dating them. Oh. Had I done some research. Uh, you don't research? Oh, my God. I even no, grow- But here's why. Because I've gone on dates where 
they have researched me and I don't like that because I can just tell that they already know a lot of stuff about me. But you don't research them for that, for success. You research them to see if they were cray cray. I'm like my my mom's like, I'll run a background check on them. I will check them. 100%. (laughs) I know. And I I should listen. I really learned my lesson. Um, You just, just look at other, their past relationships, I think is a really good indication of. Let me tell you, my (laughs) wife and her mom, went through so much of my, they went through my Facebook, like all the pages to the beginning of my Facebook page. Like they found out everything. I still think there's a lot of things my wife knows that she hasn't told me she knows. I just know, cause when we started dating, there would be some things that pop up and I go, how do you even know that? Oh, that's smart. Oh can yeah. I, can I send your wife um, any future prospects and she can do all oh, yeah. that for oh, me? She will dig deep. <laughs> bad at that I'm bad. my dad actually um found one of the ones that i i should it was actually in a book um yeah and i should Wait, I, this guy was in a book yeah one of his exes wrote about it so i wish i wish Ugh. my dad found it so i yeah and that makes it even worse when your dad finds it no no it's better well like, i, I would I wouldn't want my parents finding out some something about a person I'm dating. Well, make, was, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, <laughs> I, I hope every you're so nice. I hope everything works out on the dating. No, side. it will. It will. Listen, it will. It just everyone. Has I feel their bad for you. Why? Don't feel bad. Hmm. It's, it's gonna be okay. I think this is it's gonna be okay. <laughs> That's why now I'm like. Let's find a nice account. So let me ask you this, because I see you, I see you baking all the time. Who are you baking for? Just yourself? No. Oh. I'm not going to come out of quarantine 300 pounds. <laughs> well, you haven't ever called me and go, hey, I got some cinnamon rolls I, I want to give. Oh, those cinnamon rolls I made were bomb. Um, if well, you make them, I will gladly bring some over. No, so I um, you know, I still have a group of people that I'll that are also quarantining, so they'll be around. Um. And then my neighbors, I bake for my neighbors a lot and, and cook for them too. Cause they, there's some with kids or some who just, you know, don't like cooking. So I'll make stuff for them. I just really love cooking and it's not only just baked goods. I'm making food too, like dinners and stuff. So uh, <laughs> she's like, I do it all. I do well, it I all. Really, I really do. I made, I, pad, I made pad thai last night from scratch for the first time. It was amazing. Well, let me, well, let me ask you this. Why don't you start a cooking show? I, that's a great question. On YouTube. Like you would be so big cooking on YouTube. You think so? Yeah, because f- first you you know how it works. Like if you don't have a history uh, or or Instagram it. Instagram live. I do cooking. Instagram my cooking all the time. Oh, no, I see pictures. I see like, oh, this. Like stories. Oh, so if I did it live. yeah, Live. Start. I did that once. I made cookies live. Um, the comments were creepy. <laughs> creepy oh my god i can only imagine what comes no, actually just it's funny with my agents they just put together um my reel of cooking and i actually actually have a lot of stuff um so I'm telling that's like you thing i wanted to do i'm I, telling you what i did the other day i um because i couldn't find any disinfectant wipes and like clorox wipes and my neighbors had tons of packs of them so i made food for them and we bartered <laughs> so they gave me some cleaning wipes and I uh, got some. So, <laughs> so how is, because I asked my friends this, my single friends this, if you're single and you're quarantined, there's no dating at all in meeting people or is there um, still? Well, some of my friends, most of my friends are married um, okay. or they're in relationships, but my friends that aren't, they actually said that they've been going on dating sites and, uh, People are doing like FaceTime dates, which I think can be cool because at least you can't like it makes you get to know someone before there's any sort of physical. Wait a minute. FaceTime dates as in they're just talking to each other or they have food in front of each other eating with. Yeah, potentially. Yeah. Or like a glass of wine. You have a happy hour. That's what they say. Um, But Mm -hmm. I just I I mean, I I can't go on dating sites and I I wouldn't do that. But yeah. I would just be weary of that for the people who are doing it, that once this all goes back to normal, that that, you know, little relationship that you made is probably not real. And it was just a product of the circumstance. Well, I was doing a podcast for Hinge and basically that podcast. Molly. 
Yeah, with Molly. Yeah. So it took two people that one ghosted the other and you would put them back together. Oh. Yeah. And then you would get the real stories. And mm. and what a great I rem- and the reason why I tell you that part is because I was talking to this one girl and I go, why didn't you just call them? And she goes, call them. That's weird. Like now the younger generation calling somebody. Wait, if you're ghosted, you should call the person? No, no, no. They were trying to work things out. Oh yeah. You know what that was? Okay. Let me, let me, let me just interject real fast. Okay. You know how much my DMS and my text messages have been hit up in the last two months with people from the past. Like, and, and it's like, no, no, no. We are in the past for a reason, just because you're sitting at home bored or now you're lonely does not mean that you should reach out to me. We're not. No, no, no. I had one guy ask me if he could come visit me twice. And I was like, first of all, no. And second, you're not quarantined. So no. Absolutely not. Uh, uh, but yeah, no, it is. You pick up the phone and call. I always really appreciate that uh, when I'm dating someone, if they pick up the phone and call. Um, well, my rule is you should, and I'm going to give you some advice. Anytime okay. the dude doesn't pick up the phone and call you first to ask you out, don't go out on a date. He's not a man. You, he's a boy. That is my uh, one of my new rules. Um Cause you know, I just let people get away with way too much. I was just way too nice. So I'm, I'm taking a page out of the Michael Yo book. <laughs> I'm going to be, I'm going to be harsher about what I, uh, you should, you know. should. I am, I am. Uh, Millie Estrada says her daughter, daughter started a food channel. Look at that. It's like kids baking championship. Yeah. Look at the kids. Millie is a kid and she started a food channel. I bet she was blown. Look at this Ryan kid. That's making $28 million with toys, opening toys. I know. And he gets every toy he wants just sent to him. That's the life. All right. So what can we do for you where you open up something or, or yeah, you want to know what would actually do so well. I forget if we've talked about this before. What? It offers. This is so creepy and weird. Whatever. I'll tell you. It's quarantine times. Oh, oh, uh, off air. You're going to no, tell me or now? I'll tell you. Whatever. I'm okay. saying, you're weird. People are doing weird stuff right, right now. Um, I get offers for pictures of my feet all the time. For I your feet? feet? Like, can you just send one picture of your feet? Or like, can you take your sock off? I'm dead serious. And it's a lot of money. So I'm not going to Wait, do wait. That. How do you know it's a lot of money? Does it get to that point where... Well, I'm not interacting with it. <laughs> oh, what, what's my, my fee? Is this? No, no, no. They will be like, hey, I'll pay you X amount of money if you can um, send a video of your feet. And so I know it's you. Can you wear like a gray sock and take it off? Yeah. Well, how much how much is this money coming up to? Like 10 grand. I'm Shut up. Where? I swear. It's so funny. And I, I'll like screenshot and send my friends like, hey, if we ever need a side hustle. <laughs> this is Wait crazy. a minute. Hold on. You wouldn't send a photo of your foot for 10 grand. Man, no. I would send I photos. Myself in the mirror. I couldn't do it. It's a photo of your foot. Man, I would send photos every day. If somebody, hey, I'm putting it out there. If anybody want to see my nasty ass feet and give me 10 grand, I would do it. Well, there's so apparently there's this site called WikiFeet. Um, have you heard of it? It's like Wikipedia, but for feet. WikiFeet? Are you yeah, serious? And my feet are featured on there where you can, yeah, they've collected every photo where you can ever see my feet and then they rate my feet. I'm pretty sure I have a five star rating. <laughs> so oh, how would you rate How would you rate your own feet? I have good feet. Okay. Like Do you have like sh- short stubby toes or what? what yeah. long- Long toes? No, I'm 5'10". I'm, I'm oh, you got big toe. feet then. No, I wear it. This is, this is like gold for the feet people right now. Um, <laughs> I have a size nine and a half shoe. Okay. All right. It's like, that's not huge. It's no proportionate. For um, your height, that's not big at all. No. No, it's a good, it's a good size foot. <laughs> <laughs> it keeps me sturdy on the ground. Exactly. No, you have to. If I, if I had really small feet, I'd fall over. But you weren't athletic, right? Do, don't. No, I am. I, I just, I didn't play. I, I tried every sport, but I just, I wasn't into it. Uh, I was into watching sports. My brothers played sports and I grew up watching Michael Jordan. So I, I loved sports. I just didn't want to play them. I was in musical theater and I was a cheerleader. 
that was uh, well, speaking of Michael Jordan, Last Dance, are you loving that? Yes, I I mean, it's so cool to see all that footage and kind of relive it. Um, it's it's really nostalgic because that was when I was a little girl in Chicago and I was so excited to watch Bulls games and to go to the United Center and all those championships. The thing that's kind of frustrating, and I think a lot of people have had this issue too, is, I mean, I really understand the history of the Bulls and what happened. And it's even confusing for me a bit to watch it because it's jumping back and forth so much. Mm-hmm. So I know a lot of people who aren't as familiar with the Bulls history are, are struggling a bit. And I feel like, oh man, this was the chance to show that. But at the same time, they were rushing. They wanted to get it out right now to give people something to watch. But I, I am enjoying it. Yeah. Are you? Oh, I love it. Yeah. I, I mean, Jordan was the dude that was on my wall. Yeah. You know, like yeah. everywhere. I played basketball. Everybody wanted to be like Mike, as they said. Yeah. I remember I was at a restaurant. It was the NBA. Um, it was the NBA All Star Game. It was in Miami. I lived in Miami at the time. We're at uh, Nobu, and I was sitting down, like right here, and right behind me, literally back to back, Michael Jordan sat behind me. <sighs> and everybody at the table goes, "Yo, yo, you gotta say hi. You gotta say hi." Yeah. I didn't because I was like. What is the best thing that, that could come out of this? You know, he was with, it was Michael Jordan. It was Charles Barkley. It was uh, Pippen. It was Charles Oakley. Oh, my gosh. And it was one more person at the table. So I was like, what's the best thing? I, I turn around and go, hey, man, I'm a big fan. He goes, thanks. That does nothing for me. You know yeah. what I mean? If you got a picture, that would be cool. But he wasn't going to do a picture. No, so, so my thing is. If that's the best case scenario, why risk it where he's like, hey, man, I'm eating? You yeah. know what I mean? And then, and then my, you don't have him. And then my childhood is all ruined. Yeah. And, my, and my friend said something to me that, um, like, this was only a year ago because the story comes up a lot. He goes, you know why when you didn't say anything was the best thing? Because Michael Jordan did something for you nobody else can do. He gave you your childhood. Like go. literally, so he did enough for you already. You don't need to say hi to him. He was your childhood. You wanted to be like him. So that's every, he did so much for you, which he did. So I never looked at it that way. So I don't need to yeah. say hi. And I'm sure he would appreciate that. He yeah. doesn't do pictures. He doesn't do pictures? No. I no. saw that in a documentary. Yeah, when he just looks at the guy, like, take care of this. I was, um, was I, 20, I think I was 21 and I was home for Christmas break for the holidays and I was out with my friend who was also from Chicago. I think it was, was it New Year's Eve or sometime around there. And we were at this bar called Rhino, which stands for River North. It was one of the after hours places um, that stayed open until five. And I remember there were Blackhawks players trying to get in and they wouldn't let them in because they were wearing like sneakers or T-shirts and hard, like, no, you cannot come in. So we're sitting at the bar and all of a sudden Michael Jordan walks in head to toe fruit of the loom, like, you know, <laughs> <laughs> like sweatpants, uh, uh, fruit of the loom and sits down at the bar. And this is when people still had flip phones. It wasn't an iPhone. And so you couldn't be super discreet if you were trying to take a picture. And my friend, she whipped out her phone and tried to take a picture. He's so good at it. He lifted his glass up in his face like this to block the picture. But that nice. was nice. Time outside of a basketball game that I saw Michael Jordan. I was twenty-one. Yeah, look at that. And you've never interviewed him, though, right? No, it kills me. I feel like I've interviewed everybody, and I haven't ever interviewed Michael Jordan. So he's definitely one of my. So that's the one. Like mine is Oprah. I've never interviewed Oprah, and only until three years ago, I finally interviewed Denzel Washington, which was amazing. How was he? It was great. It was it was so good. It was so good. But I remember I was supposed to interview him like two years before that at some Oscar thing. And they go, well, he's going to come to you if he has enough time. Literally walking my direction, two steps before he comes into the room, they go, oh, we got to go over here. And they pulled him. And then that was like, no. Uh, but I got him two years later. So, okay. you know, yeah. No. So I it all worked out. It finally worked out. That's the worst when that happens. I had a couple guests like that. They were huge. And then they had um, like last minute major conflicts and they had to cancel. I was like, oh. I know. Who's So Michael Jordan, who's another person you want to interview? Um, 
you know, my list has changed. It was, it was obviously because of the sports show, it's primarily athletes. Um, I always wanted to interview Russell Westbrook because uh, I always just supported Westbrook. I think I love how he just doesn't care. He's <laughs> a beast. He doesn't care what he's um, and I appreciate that a lot. So he was on my list. Um, now I'd probably switch it to more musicians. Um, I've always been super into music. So um, I got to rethink that list a bit. Okay. Uh, this lady, Millie, again, yeah. says, I'm 5'7", and I wear a size 9.5. Yeah. See? And how tall are you? 5'10". Look at that. So my feet are... Millie, pretty- you got some big-ass feet, Millie, for your size. <laughs> I'm just saying, I'm just saying, Bruce Lee Reiner says, what up, yo? Hi, Kristen. What up, Christine? Christine. God, I caught Christine. I always mess up your name. I mess up most of my guests' name, though. That's not good as a host. Well, that's why, you know what, Christine? Christine, I got to a point where on the red carpet, I wouldn't even say people's names. You know, they'll be like, we're here with such and such. I would go, hey, what's going on? They've got a lower third telling the person's name. You don't need to introduce them. Thank you. That's the way. That's the way I approach it. Absolutely. That's the way I approach it. Uh, so, how long do you think, like, for your profession, my profession, I guess? Uh, but like, I'm a stand-up comic. I don't know when people are going to be comfortable with going to a club. But I do think Hollywood will start doing productions because what I'm hearing, 50 people or less can be on a set. You know. Uh, total but that's in like a month month and a half maybe when do you think your stuff would pick up like the industry will be back for you it's hard to answer that because i don't think it'll even be the same Mm. even even because okay yes maybe people can be on sets together but what's that going to look like now also i i just think there's going to be dramatic budget cuts in our industry and things are really going to change. I also think the type of programming that we do is going to change. Um, things that people were interested in before, it's going to be a bit different. I also think some things when we talk about it, it's just frivolous now. Um, so I, I don't know. I, I've heard like mid-July is when um, okay. hair salons can open back up. And so I would say that's probably when people are going to be, that's what, phase three? So yeah. that sounds to me like... Um, when it would be more likely that production can start back up, but there's a lot of huge productions that are more than 50 people, if that's the case. Um, so I, I just don't, I don't know. When would you be comfortable going back out? Cause you haven't gotten coronavirus yet or anything, right? Or have you? I don't know. Remember I, t- like I was in the, I was in the hospital. Remember that time yeah. you on your show? So I don't know. <laughs> Well, you know, you can take an antibody test now. I know. I'm kind of scared to do it because I think either, like, what what's that going to do for me? What, what's it going to, it'll let you know if you've had it or not. But then what's that going to do for me? You're not. It'll let you know if you've had it or not. Yeah, but why? Like, so then I can be like, oh, I had it. Cool. Or like, but you're not necessarily immune if you've already had it. Yeah, but it puts you in a better position. I guess. I I think, oh, well, here's one for you. If you go on a date, you know you can't infect them by being asymptomatic. What if the person you went on a date with has already been tested? They won't. (laughs) Because they lie to you a lot. So they're going to lie about that, too. (laughs) Oh, I'm good. Don't worry. I'm clean. I'm clean. I'm all good. There's no... Something all new now. (laughs) (laughs) We're talking like different kind of viruses. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, wait, so how how soon? Oh, gosh. I don't know that I, like, how do you go to a movie theater after this? That's already kind of gross. I just yeah. don't know. Or like a... Like my, my thing with, tra- I'm sorry, my thing with traveling now, I'm always wearing a mask. Like yeah. I'm a South Korean and up. Like literally, <laughs> South Korea has been I doing this for years down well and I like like what a lot of airlines are doing like every other seat and you can't book a middle seat which is amazing that should be the case anyways um I I oddly feel more comfortable I think traveling to another country when this is over um and getting on a flight than I do going to sit in like a like going to a game that's gonna take a long time or getting on a subway oh no no, I like New York. I, I just feel so bad for them. We're lucky here. We don't rely too much on public transportation. 
Do you think uh, basketball, they're going to do the whole playing, finishing out the season with no people in stands? Because I think it can be done. So I've t- obviously talked to a lot of my friends in the business about this. And what I've heard, so they originally were thinking, okay, let's just do the playoffs and have everyone be, all the players, quarantine in Vegas. They all just stay in a hotel and they play all their games in one place. Quarantine in but, Vegas? Yeah. And even if Vegas, let me tell you something, even if Vegas is closed and the clubs are closed, those employees still want to have some work. So they're going to turn one of those suites into the hotel into the sickest club you've ever seen. You know, they're they're not going to be quarantined. And all it takes is one or two. And then if that starts spreading again, that's bad. Um, so then I also heard uh, Florida, because remember Florida declared that sports were an essential service? Yeah. What an insult to actual essential services. Right. Um, so then I heard Florida and that they might try to play it at Disney. See, well, that makes sense to me. Let me yeah. tell you why. Because... Like Riff Raff can't once they're in the hotels in on yeah. the Disney property. Yeah. Trust me, there's cameras everywhere. Disney's yeah. gonna have those players locked down where nobody comes in. Like to me, yeah. that's the safest place. Agreed. Just think about the security that's at Disney. I, like there's no there's no hoochie mamas running back and forth from hotel rooms at Disney. And no. Disney won't allow that on their property because it's Mickey Mouse. I think I think it makes a lot more sense. It's just a lot less temptation um, at Disney here in Florida, also. And so there's that, nothing around that no, Disney. No, in Orlando, no. So I think that makes a lot more sense. Um, but then I've also heard that there are a lot of executives who just don't want it to happen. So I don't know. And then how do you do like baseball was the same thing? Like, okay, have everyone live in the same area and quarantine, but baseball players don't want to be away from their families for that long. Yeah, do that. Uh, football. I mean, I think they're definitely going to try, um, but there can't be fans. And but here's the thing. Here's the thing about football to me. Here's the thing about football to me. You don't need fans. Like none of these sports, you really need fans because when you're watching it on TV, they just show you fill shots anyway. You know what I mean? Yeah. And no, this- you don't. You don't. Uh, I talked to some players who have said that that really adds to like the game. I would um, imagine, yeah. And but they can still play. And I, I agree. I just want college football to happen, but I, I don't. Okay. No, no way. Mm-mm. Everyone I've talked to said no college sports. Mm-mm. I heard they might push the college season until January or something like that. I got to have college football because I think the University of Miami is going to be so good this year. I got to see them. I feel so sad, especially for the kids that were coming out of high school who were going to college or they were like big time recruits and they might not be able to play or guys who wanted to go into the NBA or who were going to go into the NBA and now they can't play that first year of college basketball. So here's a question for you. You get recruited by school out of high school, right? Yeah. So now when season starts, you're in that school thinking you have a chance to play as a starter. But since they didn't have the season, that starter is still there because they're going to extend everybody's uh, football play at season a year. That's crazy. Like there, a lot of recruits are going to move around because, for instance, if you're a quarterback and you know X quarterback is leaving, right? But after this pandemic, he's staying because they had no season. So he still has one more year. Now you got to wait a year before you even get a shot to play. Or maybe he'll just enter the draft if he's good enough. And if he's not, then I would think if the incoming quarterback was that good, they'd have him start instead. Mm. Yeah, but you're putting a kid back a year, basically. Yeah. But that's that's not just in sports. That's in everything. Yeah, Everyone's yeah. here. It's, I was talking, I've talked to so many uh, journalism classes, and specifically for TV, and they are now going a semester, potentially two, so a whole school year, where they can't do any video. Like, they can't, they can't do their school projects um, and edit and be on camera. They just can't do it. They can do it via Zoom, but that's setting them back, too, in a way. Yeah. Everything's messed up. You just got to stay safe. 
don't meet bad guys that lie to you. That's, <laughs> you know what I should do? I should do like a lie test where I now I'm like, okay, do you have coronavirus or not? And then I'll make them take the antibody test. There you go. <laughs> yeah. I think you're going to need more than that though. I think so too. Yeah. Your, wife, your wife, her background check. That'll be perfect. Oh, my wife's back. She should start a company. Literally. She's better than the FBI. That's so funny. All right, so what we've accomplished this podcast is you're going to bake me some goods and let me yeah. know when to pick them up. What's your What's your favorite? I swear, I, I'm not kidding. I will make this. I've literally been making people's like birthday cakes. Can uh, I tell you what I love? Pecan yeah, pie. Give me your order. Pecan. Give me. Oh, what's order. your okay? What's your one or two go? No, like, I everything, but pecan pie doesn't interest me. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> okay. What's your what? What's your what's your Everybody has the one thing or two things they make that are just killer. What is it? I have a few. I, I any kind of cupcake I can crush. Like any kind of. I don't cupcake. like cupcakes. Okay, you're more of a pie person. Pie or cake? You know that or... cupcakes are just small cakes. <sighs> <laughs> yes. Small cake. But you know what? Look good. Your cinnamon rolls. Okay, what cup? You make me I'll whatever. Make you want a cake? Like a full mm, cake? Not really. All right. Um, Just make some cupcakes or a cinnamon roll. How about that? Also, oh, those cinnamon rolls were so good. Okay. So good. Yeah. Just I'm hit a- up Pillsbury Doughboy and pop open the can. And no. Did you? <laughs> well, I made that dough from scratch. I know you did. I know I you did. Yeast. Do you know how hard that is these days? Not it, at all. It's like gold it's it's like equivalent to purell right now you cannot find instant yeast anywhere oh i i don't even want to give away how i found it because it was like when i found it it was a jackpot for so many reasons did you get did you get a lot of it yeah (laughs) (laughs) you're sitting on pounds of yeast i yeah no i i that day i was like wow i hit the lottery because not only did i get instant yeast i got lysol spray too stop it i got lysol spray yeah and i was like wow i this is really cool i feel really cool right now okay you gotta off air you gotta tell me what store i will tell tell you off air i don't want to tell everyone because then like my secret is gonna i told my neighbors and they all did it and they Um, got it too yeah it's a huge secret. So I'm going to tell you off. Okay. All right. Stuck. Isn't that crazy? We're to the point where like where you can get Lysol is like, oh. you got to keep it secret. Oh yeah. I definitely paid $13 for it, but that's okay. Oh, I know where you got it. Do you think so? I, I know so. Uh, yeah. I'm going to text you right yeah. now. I'll I text don't, you. Yeah, yeah. Text me. I don't think you know. Okay. Um, uh, so, um, this is not going to make sense, probably. Okay. No, I haven't heard that though. Is oh, that- I'll tell you. I'll tell you. Yeah, there's another place you can get. Look, see, this is, we're assholes right now because we're keeping <laughs> secrets from everybody. Market. Huh? You're on the black market. I didn't get it in the black. I market. will I, since I'm not going to give away your place. I will, so I'm not an ass. Tell people that there are companies. You're calling me an ass, thanks. <laughs> no, me. Well, we're, we're like talking like, Ooh, we sound yeah. like we sound like Donald Trump. I got a secret. I know China did it, but I can't tell you why. Uh, yeah. But it's uh, it's a thing. You know these companies. There's companies that sell to like buildings like mass toilet paper, but it's not, it's not, uh, wrapped for stores. It's wrapped for wholesale. I did not know this. So there's wholesalers you can go to, like, we just got a, like a 96 toilet paper thing, 96 pack, but it it just comes in a box, but it's Charmin. So it's not in the Charmin packaging or anything like that. It's just wholesalers out there that sell the buildings. So since they can't sell it to stores, Normal people like you and me can can order it online. How? Huh? Where what do you find? Oh, the one I use is HD Supply. Wow. HD Horse Dog Supply. Isn't I mean, it doesn't. How excited we are about toilet paper and Lysol. I saw a dude walking down the street the other day with toilet paper, and literally, I wanted to roll down the window, and go like he had it in his hands, like he just got it. 
I'll, I'll, I'll better go where you get that. Like that's how yeah, pathetic girl, we are. You know what my first thought was? That guy needs to hide his toilet paper. He's gonna get jumped. Like he'll get robbed. Toilet paper's the new Jordans. I'm just right. saying. Completely. Completely. If you go to the grocery store and it's like you can only buy one if you maybe find it there and then people go nuts over it. Um, if I will say one, this is not where I got my instant yeast, but go to the hardware stores. They have things that you might need there. Oh, yeah. Home Depot. Smaller ones. Go to the, not the chains. Go to the smaller. Okay, hardware. that's enough. I think you're giving away secrets that I need no, to get no, out. No, 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 no. My secret is not a hardware store. No. Yeah, that'd be weird to buy yeast in a hardware store. <laughs> but I went to a hardware store the other day, which was so funny. I've never been to a hardware store. I'm like, all right, home projects. I'm going to do this. Um, but they had gloves. Oh, yeah. Masks, uh, cleaning supplies that you might need. Oh, okay. Yeah. It was a nice little find and toilet paper. Okay. Mm -hmm. Was it crowded in that hardware store? No, they were, they were sticking to the six feet apart thing, but I'm finding people are so nice and friendly right now. Oh yeah. Or they're they're jerks. It's like extremes one or the other, but they they were like, what can we help you find? And I didn't know anything I needed. um, What was it called? It's like a thing you stick it in and you spin it around. It's not a screwdriver. It's like a, I don't know. So I, I took a picture of it and the guy's like, oh, I can help you find that. And I'm like, cool. Also, what is this thing? And he goes, oh, a wrench? You need a wrench? <laughs> I was like, yes. So he's walking around the store helping me find every single product I needed which, and like light bulbs. It was great. So Linda says that's where she goes. She goes to the small ones, the hardware store and found everything. That's right there. That's a big secret. So I don't feel like an ass too for hiding. Okay. That. Okay. Good. Well, we got to go. I got to go. Okay. I got a family, you know. Where can people find you? They can find me on, everything's easy. Instagram and Twitter. It's just Christine Leahy with a K. And then um, my YouTube channel. So if anyone uh, is on YouTube, I would love a subscription. Because my last YouTube, I I didn't own that. We had over 100,000 subscribers. um, But I didn't own it. So come subscribe to my new channel. Okay. And uh, how much can they buy pictures of your feet for? Uh, the going rate apparently is $10,000. You can find that on your feet. <laughs> By the uh, way, that whole segment is going to be clipped off and put on the foot website. I guarantee you. No way. Um, no way. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for being on the pod, girl. Thanks for having me. I'm glad you're feeling better. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Everybody subscribe to my podcast. Do all that. Leave a nice comment. It does so much. And I'll see you next time. Later. Bye.